Greeting Earthlings, welcome to Saturday Morning Showdown. This is your first time joining us. My name's Don. I'm Lee. We're a tag team of pop culture artists who go by the name 8-Bit Fusion. We grew up in the golden age of the Saturday morning cartoon, so we made the show to sit down with our friends and talk about some of our favorites. It is spooky season, so we're here with a another Halloween episode. Lee, what are we watching this week? We are watching the Halloween episode of Hey Arnold. That is season two, episode seven, Arnold's Halloween. So this is season two of Hey Arnold. So we're talking 1997, going way back for this one. I'm going to be honest with you. I never watched Hey Arnold. How do you not have watched Hey Arnold? That's like, that is one of the golden uh, Nickelodeon cartoons. I, how, I loved, love, love this cartoon. It's just it's so real. and. There's, it it I watched it like probably in like within the last couple of years and it really really holds up. I just loved it and I just cannot believe Don you've never watched this. Let me let me rephrase that. I have seen episodes of Hey Arnold here or there, but like I've never really watched Hey Arnold. Oh well, I see, even like back then. Yeah, well, right now I see Hulu sitting in front of us, and that's gonna change tonight because Hey Arnold was. Li- Literally one of one of the best Nickelodeon. I mean, it does doesn't hold up to like Doug, but it's up there. Yeah. So I I I was watching Nickelodeon cartoons when it was Doug and Ren and Stimpy. Even like, even by the time Rugrats came out, I was too cool for school. So like this one, this one was a little. This was this one was even a little bit later than Rugrats. That's true. It, it so. is a little bit later, but I just remember. Remember, because I mean, there was stuff even later, later on. Yeah, like, like Rocket Power, like that's really late. But yeah. this wasn't. I, this was late nineties, but it's just not. It wasn't like that. I, late. I would say. I would say mid nineties. I'm just. I'm saying because I was still only like eight or nine when this came out. But I was. I had transitioned into like watching more of the, the live action stuff, the Pete's and Pete's. True. The uh, Alex Mack. True. Um, I I can see I can see where you're coming from, yeah. but no, I just. Anytime this was on, I just loved it, and this it just like the stories are just so real, and I it like I as I said, I watched it in the last couple of years, and it still still really does hold up. So I think after tonight, you will like it, and I hope you do at least. We shall see. All right, let's put it on. All right. And we're back. So we just finished watching, um, like I said, season two, episode seven, the first Halloween special of Hey Arnold from uh, 1997. And uh, coming right out of it, it was pretty fucking great. What'd you think? Yeah. Yeah. I've, I I just brought back so many great memories of Hey Arnold. That that episode, it was just so funny. So, so many good jokes. It definitely held up. Now... We obviously, we watched the Halloween special, not like a regular episode, but was that more or less like the regular format? Like there's the core cast, but there's a whole lot of reoccurring characters, not unlike a modern cartoon like Bob's Burgers or something. Absolutely. I mean, Hey Arnold, so it it takes place, obviously you can see that it's Hey Arnold, uh, his grandparents are raising them in their apartment. Right. And there is a slew of characters in that apartment, very diverse characters. I would like to mention and yeah. also and then with that um Arnold is also in school um this 
this season he's in the fourth grade and his whole class is also involved in these episodes too so every episode you'll see people from the apartment pe- yeah. uh, kids from the school and also they the it looks like it's set into what should be look like a new york city kind of town there's also yeah. around the town any any of the street goers as well yeah yeah so like i i saw i saw the mailman i'm assuming he's a reoccurring oh, character yeah, yep, yep. um helga's helga's parents were both there yeah yeah i forgot um, about helga's parents um yeah i forgot how mean her dad can be to her because he's like oh look at this look at me look at me and he's just like ignores her and then also he ignores he ignores his wife uh, miriam too and it's just like yeah it's just like he's kind of a jerk but at the end of that episode he ended up not being and i'm um, realizing his daughter was one of the aliens and all right it wasn't such a jerk but yeah i do forget how much of a jerk he was <laughs> now you had mentioned at the beginning that you really liked the theme song i was kind of like i it was fine like i was indifferent i guess um but I, I i don't have the nostalgia for it that you would yeah um but i i didn't i didn't find it to be a, like a banger or anything but it is written by a dude named jim lang i looked into the rest of his credits and he did a couple tv shows but nothing that i ever really watched yeah um so i didn't i didn't jot down any any other things that he worked on, but that's who made the the theme song, Jim Lang. The show was created by Craig Bartlett, and he's got some credits. Oh yeah. So he he eventually would become a writer. So he wrote this. He created the show. He wrote this. He worked on Rugrats. He worked on the Ren and Stimpy show. None of that surprises me since these right. are all Nickelodeon properties. He would go on to write uh, for Johnny Bravo, which oh. is another show that I do really want to cover in here. In fact, we might be, maybe should soon since Cartoon Network just. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. it's not gone, but it's certainly not going to be a thing anymore. Yeah, we definitely should cover that one. Just like, I know we were looking around and it was hard to find. Yeah, their their shows are not as preserved as, say, the Nickelodeon cartoons are pretty well preserved. We can find those on Paramount+. Plus. The Nickelodeon live actions, a lot of them are just, like, gone. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and there's all that, like, missing missing movies, missing shows. Like, it's really yeah. interesting. I kind of want to do a whole episode just talking about that. Yeah, there's a lot of missing lost media relating specifically to Nickelodeon. Yeah, that's really um, last interesting. Last year for Halloween, we covered Crybaby Lane, which which had like, it was rumored to have been banned for all these years. And really they it just, it, it wasn't rated well enough for them to re-air it. So it just kind of got lost yeah. to time. Um, so yeah, it's really, it'd be home movie what her home release wasn't really a thing back then like it's weird to think about that now because that's such a core part of a tv show yeah you know what i mean but it wasn't really a thing back then because i mean really vhs's were only 10 years old when this came out if even that right right so weird to think about so weird um so those i mean that's the things that that um that craig bartlett would eventually go to work on, but his early career is where I'm really interested. He was a claymation artist before he wrote, created this show, and he was a claymation artist on Return to Oz, the 80s sequel to uh, Wizard oh, of Oz, wow. the like, super trippy, weird yep, thing. Yep. Um, he did claymation on Pee-wee's Playhouse. Oh my god. And he wrote and did claymation for the 1988 
Meet the Raisins, the California oh Raisins TV special. Oh my god. That's crazy. He had a crazy run there. That's wild. That is wild. And then we get to watch this awesome, awesome show, Hey Arnold, along with that. Yeah. <laughs> That's- All of that culminated in Hey Arnold. Yeah. Actually, I think um, Johnny Bravo was after Hey Arnold, but... Still. Right. <laughs> so, one thing that's kind of interesting. So, a lot of shows that you watch, and I don't mean like shows we watch for this show. I just mean like in general. When you watch a show with a bunch of kids, usually the kids are like first-time actors because they're kids and they haven't had a lot of time to have been actors. And then the parents are usually like seasoned like character right, actors. Right, right. You don't have to do that with a cartoon. You could have seasoned character actors voicing the cartoons as well. But this show kind of follows that format. The kids, their credits are relatively light. Interesting. But the parents? I actually went through the credits of this show after I was done doing a little bit of research on the on the voice actors to see if Matt Goring is is it anywhere involved in this show because the adults on this show is like a who's who of Simpsons and Futurama and again just like seasoned voice actors um a couple of the a couple of the interesting ones grandpa is and I can never say his last name so I'm just going to go ahead and butcher <laughs> it Don Castellienta um, the, the grandpa on this show yep. is Homer fucking Simpson. Oh my God. The grandma is Tress McNeil, who is, if you need reminding, every female character on the Simpsons yeah. as well as Futurama. Yeah. If it's it. not like a named main character, like if it's not Marge or Lisa, it's Tress McNeil. That's awesome. She voices, she is like the female Frank Welker. Yeah. I think she only has like 400 credits to his eight, but she has 400 that's credits still, on her IMDb. That's still something. Totally wild. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, he's got obviously the most I've ever seen, but I think she might actually be second. So, totally wild. Um, I'm going to skip over Bob Potosky and go to Miram, Helga's mom. Helga's mom is voiced by Kath Susie. Did her did Helga's mom sound familiar yes, to you? Yes, it did. Did she? Yeah. Did she sound like Phil and Lil from Rugrats though? No, not, not even not a little even bit. Close. Yeah, but it that is. impressed me because I can usually spot her. Yeah, I've he- I've heard her in different. I forget what else we watched. Yeah. Um, and I could I could bef- well, when you told me I definitely was able to pick it up. That one I wasn't. Yeah. A- no, I can usually because I she. It's hard to not sound like Phil and Lil. Yeah. So, like, usually I can spot her in a show, and I I was surprised when I looked that up. She also voices Cubert Farnsworth from Futurama. Like I said, who's who of Futurama and uh, Simpsons That's characters. That's pretty here. awesome. Um, so, here's the wild one for me. Helga's dad, Bob. Yeah. Is voiced by the same person as Douglas Kane. Oh, yeah? That was the same actor. Oh, I would never have guessed that. No. In a million years, no. I never would have. That's real. And that's Maurice LaMarche. So, I pegged him. I went, when we heard Douglas Kane, I pegged him for Kiff. Right. From Futurama immediately. He's also Brain 
from Pinky and the Brain. Oh, okay. I'm going to put this back on when we're done recording. Tell me you don't immediately hear Brain when he starts talking. <laughs> um, but I was surprised to see that he also voiced Bob. I did not hear that. That's, that was wild. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, to flip over to the kids, I wrote down Arnold and Helga. So Helga is Francesca Marie Smith. And the one credit I jotted down of hers that I thought was the most interesting was uh, she voiced Ashley B. from from Recess. So like the Heathers. Oh, okay. She voiced one of the, uh, her, the Ashleys. She voiced one of the Ashleys. She also voiced Upside Down Girl. Oh. Uh, in Recess. Oh, nice. Yeah, Hey Arnold and Reese, they kind of, like, because, again, it's kids, a lot of kids from one school. Yeah. Like, it kind of, they kind of remind me of, of each show. So, yeah. I, I do kind of like that. So, I can kind of see the see that. Yeah, they're definitely similar shows. Yeah. I can definitely see the, the connection there. And here's a fun one. Arnold. It's Philip Van Dyke. No relation to Dick Van Dyke. I looked it up. <laughs> um... He would go on to be in one episode of Gilmore Girls as the young Christopher. Oh, my God. As the childhood worst parent in television history. Yeah, worst. The (laughs) worst. Yeah, Christopher is awful. And he messes everything up for Lorelai and for Luke. He's just, he was just terrible. This is, um, this is entirely off brand, but worst parent. Chris or Jimmy Cooper from was, the OC for anyone who's not weird. I, like was, I, w- I would say uh, Chris from the Goma Girls. Jimmy Cooper from the OC. He just like he just liked the travel and was kind of like a punk rock kind of dad. Like, I don't know. I He also gambled away like his entire family's savings. Yeah, that's kind of awful. But yeah, I, I still... <laughs> let's let's um, not downgrade that. That's true, but... I don't know. Christopher's just kind of an asshole, I personally think. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Um, but yeah, so this episode... I, again, and I always come... like when, I, when we watch these shows that I didn't grow up with, I'm like, I'm never... I don't know what I'm, I was expecting, but like... An Art Bell parody was not where I thought this was going to go. <laughs> so that was kind of cool to see. No, that, it was... Uh, yeah, they do. As I said, this this show really holds up. Um, the art, the cartoon, and the art looks really cool. Um, they do a lot of good like par. They got do a lot of good like parodies. Um, throughout the whole throughout the whole um different seasons. Um, running the show. Um, the characters kind of the the characters are lovable. Even mm-hmm. like Helga, I mean, she's always the that's the the running gag of the show is Helga's always picking on Arnold. Yeah, and she, and she and she personally actually does like him. Yeah. Um, that's the gag of the show. That's always that. I always find that charming. Um, and the, the characters are they're just as I said lovable. Every single one of them. I wish I um I wish I knew more of the characters' names so I could, like, ask these questions. So I'm going to try as best I can. But in the opening credits, there's one dude who has, I think, one tooth 
Um, he's a kid. Okay. And it looks like he's going to be the bully. Yeah. But then it doesn't seem like he actually is in the show. Yeah. Is he a bully character or is he another like lovable neighborhood? He's kind kid? of like a, he's almost like a Helga. And actually okay. I think he ends up like liking Helga too. Like he's, oh, that's fun. he's very bully like. He's bully like, like always picking on like Arnold and Gerald, but he's, I, he has a thing for Helga for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. I was wondering if, we, if he was like actually a bully or if he was like a bully with a heart of gold kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely he, he's definitely a bully, and all the other okay. kids are kind of like they're kind of just like most of them are just like ner- nerdy. Like Helga's best friend, I can't think of the girl the girl's name right now. She's just like she was super smart. Well, Arnold and Helga are just like kind of like average like in school, but she was a super smart one. So yeah. They're all kind of like nerd, a little bit nerdy, and as I said, very very diverse characters. Yeah. Yeah, Nickelodeon was good for that in the nineties. Yeah. Um, I feel like I feel like Dan Schneider whitewashed Nickelodeon quite a bit, but before his reign, Nickelodeon was pretty good about that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And there's like a lot of like re- they really focus on like one of the episodes on uh, Mr. Wynn who lives in the apartment. Yeah. He's Asian and but he uh um, he lost touch with his daughter. Yeah. Um, with the move, like moving our and immigration, moving and everything, and yeah. that episode he ended up locating her. Which, I feel like, I feel like I saw that episode or I heard about that episode or something. It's come up before because mm-hmm. that storyline jumps out to me. We've talked about. This oh, before. for sure. Um, possibly on this show, maybe I don't. Really yeah, because we talk a lot. All these Nickelodeon cartoons and everything we've been watching. It's just been div- diverse cartoon one after another. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, and it's good. It's a it's, we, it's we a good thing. Up, we grew up on like Orange Age Nickelodeon. Yeah, to to use the phrase from the the documentary, but we grew up on that early '90s Nickelodeon, and that was like a an active like mantra of theirs. So it, it's no surprise to me that like now as adults that we're doing this, the these things all jump out to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and the. Christmas episode, I would say, was one of my like top, like in my top ten of holiday specials. So we definitely should circle back to that when we get to the holidays. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and also, um, this bringing back up, bringing back the '90s, and uh, with things I like to definitely talk about it are always like the toys, and yeah. I do remember McDonald's did put out, uh, Hey Arnold toys back in the, I think it was uh, probably like mid early '90s when when the hey arnold was out and i i I had a bunch of them i definitely that's something i want to collect and actually i was in the i guess like nickelodeon keeps re-putting things out and i was in Mm. uh, gateway 26 in wildwood last summer and they had hey arnold and helga at the arcade i was like this is super i had to go back grab myself helga but yeah it's super cool that they're re-putting out these toys yeah well hey arnold i think is still going right i think they're still making hey arnold are they i don't think like like so this show ran five seasons yeah. and it's over but i think they like they do the occasional like movie or like uh, oh yeah special yeah kind of thing because i saw like i when i was looking up everyone's credits i saw that um that francesca marie smith still voices helga mm. and she was voicing helga as late as 2022 oh that's that, interesting that might have been a video game i was just about to say there was a, there was video games put out yeah i think the nickelodeon cart game she used yep. the voice of helga yep. but there was like tv specials with her as helga recently yeah. So I think they're still they're still doing this. Um, I should add that Philip Van Dyke only voiced Arnold for this season, season two, and season three. So he is not consistently Arnold. 
um, Francesca Marie Smith is consistently Helga. Yeah. Like I said, all the way till now. Oh, wow. That's yeah. great. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Yep. Yep. And just to bring it back to, because we are talking about Halloween episode, Um, th- I love the whole alien invasion for this episode. I like the very end when the water, when the grandma was climbing up the water tower, pulled the lights, and it ended up being a jack o' lantern. That was, I love that Halloween ending. So is the grandma like a crazy person all the time? Yes. She was rad as hell. Oh, she is rad. She, <laughs> she, yeah, she definitely is, is a, like, she's just a, I mean, I love my grandma, but like that, <laughs> that that's like the kind of grandma I would have liked. Like a, like one that was like always going on adventures and climbing up things. She was, she was punk rock. Yeah. Same with the grandma in, in, in Garfield was like that too. <laughs> Dude, the grandma in Garfield is super rad. She rolls up to Thanksgiving on a motorcycle. Yeah. 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 I mean, we have great, we've had great grandmothers in our lives, but these, these cartoon ones are super cool. All right. Well, this is, um, this is the part of the show where Lee tells you where you can find us. I have to pull up dates because we just added some stuff and let me pull up some dates to... Um, so we're taking the mom, the rest of October, November off. Um, it's we got Thanksgiving coming up. We got my birthday coming up. Don, uh, I'll give a little Don uh, take today. He's playing the, their show on November 11th with Cat Bite. Um, that's going to be so. Yeah, that's taking up a lot of our time for November. So definitely, as I said, we're going to be jumping all the way to December for our next show because the holidays are coming up, and holidays are cool. All right, so. Saturday, December 10th, we will be in Ocean City, Maryland for the Ocean City Comic Con, Ocean City, Maryland. That'll be uh, Saturday, December 10th. Um, come on out. It's a great show. Our good friend James puts it on. Um, a lot of our good friends will be there, including Geek Boy Press. Definitely come out to that. It's awesome. We should have James on the show at some point. Oh, for sure. Um, absolutely. Um, and that, and he is all, he's always great to get me my any McDonald's toys I want. James is great, but definitely support Ocean City comic-con it's a great show anyway back to the schedule and then the next show that we have after that and that's this will be our last for the year is saturday uh sunday actually we picked sunday for this one sunday december 18th we'll be at philly punk rock flea market in philadelphia pa at the armory um it's a great holiday market i believe a bunch of our friends will be there so come check it out get your last minute uh, christmas shopping holiday shopping done because Christmas is that week, and I mean, a lot of you people wait till the last minute, so I think that's a good time to do it. That's what I do my Christmas shopping. Exactly. Um, so yeah, two great shows that we have coming up because um, we're very busy in November. Um, yep. Other than that, um, South Street Art Mart, our two good friends, Nicole and Nicole, have our items in their shop. Um, we should be doing a restock very, very soon. Um, definitely check them out. You can go down the South Street in Philadelphia because apparently there's other South Streets in the in the world. But yeah, South Street in Philadelphia. Go go in the shop. Say hi to our friends Nicole and Nicole. Um, there's like hundreds of great vendors in there. Check out their stuff. If you can't get the Philly, StacyArtMart.com is where you want to find our stuff. Um, our stuff and other vendors. And as usual, holidays are coming up. Make sure just make sure you're supporting small businesses. Supporting your friends, your restaurants, world still sucks. So let's <laughs> let's let's continue to support each other. Um, thanks for my long spiel. As always, peace. Right, guys. Remember to rate and review this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. 
join our Facebook discussion group, Saturday Morning Showdown, um, where we, you know, share memes, play games, talk about these cartoons and shows that we loved growing up. Um, I do not normally tease our next episode, um, but because next Saturday, or we're still in the spooky season, um, next Saturday would normally be an off week for us, but we are going to release a bonus episode where we watch what I think is the weirdest thing Scooby-Doo has ever done. That's all I'm going to say. Ooh. <laughs> so that's the tease. Spooky. Something weird. Jinkies. <laughs> Scooby-Doo did. <laughs> And we're going to talk all about it, and it is a Halloween thing. Yes, it is, because we love Halloween. So we'll see you guys next Saturday. Peace. Bye. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.